Good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to Be Inspired with Noor. Haven't done my podcast in a while, but I figured I would go ahead and get back into the swing of things, especially because my boy Lamar, he's um, been so encouraging by um, continuing to do his on a consistent basis. And then I listened to Michael T. Justice today, and uh, his podcast was so interesting, I figured I need to go ahead and say something. So, you know how I do. I always have to have a scripture somewhere in uh, the devotional from West Morgan. Change your world, change your mind. So for today, April 18th, the quote says, Bring the Lord all your burdens. He knows your situation. Stop fighting the battles yourself. Give it all to the Lord and have faith. The scripture is in 2 Chronicles 20 and 15, and it reads, This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Now, how many of you believe that? Let me tell you a situation that I was dealing with a couple of days ago. Um, I just got back from Atlanta. Over the weekend, I went to the author's conference for this book called Wounded Women Warriors, which I am a co-author of the book. The book entails three, I'm sorry, 20 survivors that we have survived the storms of life. Now, I'm a domestic violence survivor. Some people subscribe, uh, survive drugs, um, family loss, um, children, um, battling with homosexuality, um, HIV, so many things, incarceration. I mean, you name it. There's so many things that people survive, and we all share our story in this book. And so, um, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to get there financially, and then it was a struggle getting back. But we all had to come together as one team and just let things just happen because God knows what he's doing. And after we did that, things just started, you know, just going smoothly because um, we didn't fret. We let it go and we gave it to God and he fought the battle for us. And yes, um, it was a very good turnout. We were worried because we didn't get started on time. It didn't look like the people were going to show up. Um, then the people that were supposed to be helping us end up in a domestic abuse right before the conference was supposed to start. Are you kidding me? How bad does that look on us that we're getting ready to do a conference and our helpers are fighting in the parking lot at the hotel? But Ted insult to the injury. The hotel didn't want to do anything about it. They said, oh, that's not our problem. So nobody's going to call the police? Nope, just let them fight. 
And here it is. We're all domestic violence survivors. Well, not all of us, but a couple of us are survivors of domestic violence and advocates. And we could do nothing. All we had to do was just watch. That bothered me. We have the skills. We have the education. We know what to do in a situation like that. And we couldn't do anything about it. So I told myself, well, it wasn't our fight. It wasn't our time to get involved. And that's another thing. You never know when it comes to domestic violence situations when to get involved and when not to. Because sometimes if you get involved in an altercation with somebody who is um, fighting and you decide to call the police or do something about it and then one of them ends up going to jail, say it's the man that goes to jail, but the female was going to forgive him and they were going to make up. Well, because you got involved, now you're in the middle of it and this person might come after you. So you really got to know how to assess the situation because it's better to do it anonymously. So if you do decide to call and get some help, then, you know, you want to keep your name out of it so that you don't have to be involved in the person that is um, in the domestic fight. I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but sometimes that's just the best thing to do for your safety. Because a woman's going to leave her partner at least five to seven times before she actually finally leaves him. That's what statistics say. So um, they're going to fight, but they're going to make up again. They're going to fight, make up, fight, make up. You know, she'll leave, she'll come back. It's just an uphill battle. So people are always wondering, why do people stay with their partner when they're in domestic violence or situations? And tell you, it's not easy. You can't just say, why don't you just leave when you don't know the reason why she stays or why he stays. Because domestic violence is not just um, women being battered, but men also. So there's a lot of things that factor into the reason why a person will not leave their partner. Some of it is financial because the male might be the one who's the breadwinner. The female doesn't have the money. She can't leave or there's children involved. And then once there's children involved, it makes it even harder. Because, yes, he might be a terrible husband. He might be a terrible boyfriend. But he's a good father. So, you know, it's like, well, what do you do? So, um, I don't know. I just got on this little tangent. This is not where I was trying to head with my podcast. But it seems like this is where it's leading. Because... Domestic violence is real, and it's an epidemic, and it's not getting any better. Yes, we're trying to decrease it, but the fact of the matter is that it's just rising, and it's happening way too often. But as long as we continue to trust God and He will get us through because that's what it's all about, giving everything to the Lord. Because like it says, the battle is not ours, but it is the Lord's. And we have to just remember to keep on our full armor of God. I said this before in my last podcast, to stay 
with our armor of God every single day so that we'll be ready to fight the wiles of the enemy. And we're always trying to fight these battles ourselves. But it's not our battle to fight. If we do it our way, then we're going to lose because our weapons are not strong enough to fight this devil. The weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they are spiritual. They are mighty. And there's just no way to do it on our own. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. I don't want it to be too long, but I just had to say something because um, that plagued me really bad this weekend, not being able to do anything about it. And then the fact that this is the people that are supposed to be helping us set up for our conference. So we had to do it ourselves because the helpers end up fighting. And it makes it look bad on us as a as the uh, the group, Wounded Women Warriors, that we're supposed to be using this hotel. Which, by the way, we were using the Hilton Garden Inn in College Park, Georgia. Let me tell you a little bit about this hotel, then I'll let you go. So we get there. Well, actually, before... We get there. I had already spoken to somebody on the phone that said that you don't have to pay anything um, up front. You can wait, you know, to pay when you check out. You know, you just use your card to reserve it. But that wasn't true. So we get there and then they're talking about, oh, go ahead and swipe your card. Here's the amount. I'm looking like, what? I don't have this. So they already gave me wrong information to start with. Then they tell us $10 for parking. Who does that? Okay, so we're a guest at the hotel, but we got to pay for parking. Really? Then, on the last day before we check out, I needed a fork because I wanted to eat some more of those potatoes that we had for our dinner. They were so good. Oh, my gosh. I hate that I had to leave them, but I left them out instead of putting them in the refrigerator. So my roommates were like, well, you might not want to take those with you because it's cream and it's cheese. And so, you know, it might make you sick. So anyway, I had to leave those potatoes, but one of my other roommates, she wanted to go get a fork. So it's three of us in a room. So they asked, well, how many forks do you need? She said three. So while she's looking for the forks, one of the guys gives her the forks. These are the metal forks. Well, then someone asked him, oh, you couldn't find any plastic forks? What? Really? Plastic forks, you that I mean, this is the Hilton. We're already spending enough money a night, you know, to come to this hotel. We get there, there's no tissue in the tissue box, there's no bags in the trash can, all this extra stuff. Y'all are the freaking Hilton, and y'all can't even provide us some real forks. Well, they did, but then to ask, you don't have any plastic forks? And then the dinner, well, not the dinner, but the breakfast was not even included with the room. So there was no complimentary breakfast. We had to pay extra for that, which actually I did not have budgeted in. So that was another $13 that I did not expect to spend. (sighs) However, God is good, and he worked it out. So anyway, 
We just know not to go to that hotel again. And then they tell us that the $10 parking, that's the cheapest hotel there in Atlanta for parking. All the other hotels charge more than that. Really? Okay. Atlanta, y'all are starting to really look really bad when it comes to hospitality. Okay, rant over. <laughs> yeah, I really went over on this podcast, but that just goes to show I had a lot on my mind and a lot to say. So I am going to get off of here. Hopefully y'all enjoyed my podcast. And um, I promise my next one will be a lot shorter. All right, y'all take it easy. This is Be Inspired with Noor.